Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Hi everybody, welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. Today we are going to cover the 16th chapter of John. It is where Jesus is doing the final wrap-up on his upper room discourse. And he doesn't have anything particularly new that he's telling them, but he's really trying hard to get them to understand. Have you ever used the phrase, I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you? I think this is a little bit where Jesus was, knowing that his disciples didn't have the gift of foresight that Jesus did. Jesus knew what was coming. He knew what was going to happen, and he could try 10 different ways to try to explain it to them, and they still kind of didn't get it. So he started off in uh, verse 1 of chapter 16, kind of giving them a reason for this this whole dissertation that he's been flinging at them, And, and, and he says... I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith because he knows that a lot is going to come at them in the next few years and in the next little bit, even with his upcoming trial and his execution, his crucifixion on the cross. And he's just trying to prepare them for that. Um, And in verse 12, he says, there is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. I can explain it to you, but I can't understand it for you. And as the evening progresses, verse 17, some of the disciples asked each other, well, what does he mean when he says, in a little while, you won't see me? Because that that would be very confusing. What what are you saying exactly? You've been with us for three years. Why why do you think you're going somewhere? And, And then you will see me and I'm going to the Father. And what does he mean by in a little while? And Jesus realized they weren't fully grasping what he was trying to tell them. So he took a different angle. Men, I don't mean to exclude you in this portion of it, but Jesus himself compared what was going to happen with a woman in labor. And so in verse uh, 21, it will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor when her child is born, her anger anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby in the world. I have done that not once, not twice, but three different times. Let me share with you and every woman will attest labor and delivery is no picnic. But the minute you hold that baby, you know that everything you went through, all the pain, all the anguish, all the anxiety, all the worry was worth it when you're holding that precious baby. Now, Jesus is trying to explain this to a room full of men. So again, I'm guessing they probably did not understand it. And so as much as Jesus tries to explain it for them, he can't understand it for them. So he takes another angle. And in uh, verse 24, he says, you haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. He's going to, they're going to switch up the way they pray after he leaves because he keeps telling them, I'm going to send you a helper, a comforter, a paraclete, all the words that we've talked about for about two weeks. Jesus has spent time telling them the game is going 
to change. And I'm telling you, when it does, I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. It's going to be hard, you guys. It's going to be hard, but I'm sending you a helper. Labor and delivery is hard, but you get a baby. All is not lost. So then he asks them, do you finally believe? He's thinking maybe they're starting to get it. And then he ends in verse 33 with, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. I have overcome the world. The world is hard. It's painful. It's laborious. It's anxiety filled. It's sometimes a difficult place to be. And Jesus is saying, I know that. I recognize that. And as much as you think you're better off with me here, it's going to be even better when I send someone to you who can be with you all the time. Because remember, Jesus was confined to a human body. So if he was with you, that's great. But he couldn't be everywhere at all times. He couldn't be omnipresent like he is when he is a resurrected being. So before we leave this on a sad note, because it does say turning sadness into joy, I want you to remember who was the beloved disciple? Who was the disciple who said the disciple whom Jesus loved? Pop quiz. Anybody remember? It's John, the author of the gospel uh, that we've been spending weeks and weeks in. And as we close our time today, I want to share with you a quote that I read this morning by Susie Larson, and it just really fit what we're studying just so perfectly. Susie says, may you, above all else, identify yourself as someone Jesus loves. May his affection for you heal you in the deepest ways and inspire you like nothing else ever has. May his saving grace and enabling power compel you to dream with him, believe in him, and take crazy faith steps because of him. May every lesser voice and every lying circumstance fall by the wayside so that all you hear is his voice in your ear saying, this is the way, walk in it. Nobody's opinion matters as much as God's. Nobody can save, heal, redeem, and refresh like Jesus. Walk intimately with him today. His will for you is your best case scenario. In a, in a time and a culture when everything's about canceling certain things or identifying as certain things, I challenge you to hang on to the one who gives you your identity, to the one who loves you. May you above all else identify yourself as someone Jesus loves. That is your identity. That's who you are. And remember that nothing is going to save, heal, redeem, or refresh the way Jesus can. Come right back to the same place tomorrow. We are going to dive into John chapter 17. And in case you have no idea what Jesus prayed for, I'm going to fill you in on that. Be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.